0: Hi, Jeff. Hi, Cindy. How are you feeling today?
1: Well, I am balancing out with all the wonderful energy and waves that are coming through right now.
0: The energy waves have been crazy. I mean, we delayed this call a couple of days because of um, what's really been happening in the world. Yes?
1: Yeah. uh, I mean a lot of things have been going on and then sometimes as a result of you know collective consciousness and and other factors as well right that these energy waves come in and um for my i know you experience them in a certain way um i certainly experience them in a certain way and i can talk about that in a you know for a bit and when it happens depending on the type of kind of wave and and how big the crests are i guess if uh, you will that uh, I uh, sometimes I have to take a day to really work with it and, and balance it, or simply just really allow my whole system to balance with what's going on. And um, that was the case. With all the, the energy coming through and moving through, That uh, the time that we had originally scheduled for the call, I thought, you know what, give me another day <laughs> to just work with <laughs> this energy and, and let it balance out through my system. And so... Uh, I, I believe the balancing for that is, is really almost all complete for me, anyhow.
0: Do you before we describe what these waves feel like and what they can do, do you have any feel for what they are?
1: Well, again, I think there's there's um a collective consciousness that adds to it. And I think there's also something that's unknown about it as well. Almost as if it is um a natural course of evolution for our planet, in terms of energy, uh, even the sun changing changes the energy that we have. You know, the the sun changes the way the way it's uh, you know the Earth is tilted towards the sun, and also the the nature of the the sun as it's evolving, as it's burning, um, the frequencies that we're continuously bombarded with change, and that changes the the net sum of energy that we have to work with. So I think it's a combination of a few things. And, uh, of course, uh, there is some unknown stuff there as well that I can only just theorize. Uh, But, but again, collective consciousness um, changes in in, uh, our position relative to the sun, changes in the sun, and
0: some unknown stuff. Definitely unknown stuff. And what's interesting, you know, I have an engineering degree and a chemistry degree, and I used to really care about the logic and the, you know, the whys of different things. Um, These last couple of years, the more spiritual I've gotten, um, the less I've been, you know, interested in the science of uh, what's going on and more, um, or the what, but more in how can I access this and you know uh how can I use this for myself and for those I serve and and boy it feels good <laughs> or you know, what is this that's rocking my world? So I was just um I was just kind of curious if you had any kind of technical sense. Um what I know is that there's definitely energy waves. I'm blessed in this space, where at any point I can take a breath and I feel the energy, you know, this is not a quantum physics uh, conversation. But we, you know, most of us—I bet everyone on this call already knows that we're energetic beings in an energetic universe. And I am very much blessed with the ability to be able to tune in and really um, connect with the energy and the and the flow of energies. You know, as if it was as real which it is as water and so I can move into a space pretty much at any time and breathe in and know that the energy is calm or easily flowing I know when it's I can feel it and taste it when it's kind of toxic and I absolutely know when there are waves coming through it often feels for me you know and it can feel for me almost like I'm hanging out in the ocean mm-hmm. um, so I have a real tactile experience with with the, with the waves and then, you know, all the other things, either the emotions or the thoughts or the chaos or, you know, the positive or whatever, it brings up a whole bunch of stuff. How is it that you experience um, the energy waves and do you know how others experience it?
1: Well, I think everybody experiences it a little bit differently if they're in that space where they can experience it. Or a lot of people are in transition where they're learning how to experience it or become aware of it. For myself personally, it has evolved a little bit over the years. Uh, Now what's happening is that when it starts to come through, what happens is that the bottoms of my feet, the palms of my hand, and the heart area begin to light up. In other words, there's... A sense of um, energy it's almost like there's the experiences that there's a hose except for it's a it's a dual pathway hose coming in and coming out through those areas of my body and it's a sensation of a rushing sensation um, a light buzzing uh, rushing sensation at the bottom of my feet, in my heart area, in the palms of my hands. That's how I physically experience it. And as, and so that's uh, the way that I interpret that, is that that's my own system balancing with whatever energy is coming in, right? And what happens mm-hmm. as for me in the balancing process is that first. Um, all three, all those areas are, are lit up, and as I begin to balance, the the rush sensation disappears from my um, palms, my hand, and from my heart. And usually, the last part is that that begins to subside is that rush feeling on the bottom of my feet. And for me, that's really the 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 last part of it is that balance and that grounding with the new energy. Right? And so oftentimes these, these waves, what they're really doing is they're challenging us to increase our vibrational frequency. Right? And so when that happens, our system has to respond to it. And so for me, I get those physical sensations with it. Now, uh, a lot of people that, that haven't moved into that space or simply don't experience things like that, there are other ways that they can tell that something is going on, right? um, especially if somebody is journaling and or working on specific goal achievement programs. I have a program that we've started just recently called Momentum Factory, and um, there's a whole process in which I teach people to begin. And when certain things – I have people tracking their progress every single day in terms of what they set out to do for the day. And when big waves start to come through – and it requires additional balancing. One of the ways that people can tell is that all of a sudden, and this and this happens for me too, right? This is in addition to you know, the, those physical sensations that I get, is that I find all of a sudden the things that I set out to do for the day are not getting done. I mean, I'm at a point in time where I, I, I'm at 95 100%, 120% um, success rate based on what i set out to do and how do you do 120 percent end up doing more right than i set out to do mm-hmm. and so that and so when some of these waves come through and let's say it takes me a significant amount of time to ba which means you know 28 hours or 24 or 48 hours 72 hours sometimes to balance with it i'll find that what i my success rate for achieving what i set out to do drops you know way down you know i, I at one time uh uh very recently actually uh you know going from 95 to 120% average down to a 30% average you know for a couple of days that's a real clear signal that you know i've i've got to do some balancing or i got to wait for the balancing process to happen
0: so, so so um the momentum factory is part of um the lifetime membership is there is that that's right now the only way you can access that right at, at the current moment,
1: is. yeah, it'll be released in 2017. Um, you know, and it'll be, you know, in a 150 dollars range in that area. Um, however, you know, there's a lot of people that are not ready for that kind of investment, and that's that's um, that's completely understandable. I have, one of the things I've said from the beginning, only make this investment if the timing is right for you. If it causes distress, then it defeats the point, right? Right. So. Right. so- um, so when people, though, if, if people get in the habit of simply just journaling and paying attention to how productive they are during a day, as just a general rule, that will really highlight uh, and, 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 and provide insights into when, you know, there's maybe something that has to be worked on or some balancing has to uh, occur. Very cool. So you're talking about
0: balancing. Can you talk a little bit about what you mean and how people can do that? Well,
1: I mean, a lot of times balancing what will kind of happen on its own, I mean, depending, right? There's a lot of things that we can do. Oftentimes my system will just ba- I mean, I'm at the point right now my system will just balance with whatever, right, that happens. And that just comes with a lot of practice in working on individual things, um, you know, in my life. And so oftentimes, though, when these waves come through and we're challenged to raise our vibrational frequency, any blocks that are in the way to our vibrational frequency increasing, right, will show up, right? There's something in the way, you know, yes. that's, that's blocking the electrical flow. And so that might be a belief. It might be a, a fear. Uh, you know, um, I, I, this is, there's... There's two kinds of fears, really, a lot of the time. The biggest blocks that we're ever dealing with usually are related to either you know one type of fear or another. and there's four categories that I often talk about, <clears throat> and I talk about in the momentum factory, is that there's thinking fears and there's triggered fears. Right? The most common fears are, are actually the thinking fears the ones that we create ourselves through our messy thinking process, our uncontrolled brain, (laughs) our unmastered brain. So, you know, I've often said human beings are the only mammals that can have all their physical needs met. We could be sitting in total warmth, shelter, be completely fed, sit on the most comfortable chair we have next to a warm fire, and, you know, we're as stressed out as possibly can be because... We're asking ourselves the wrong questions. We're asking, well, what if this doesn't work? Or what if this happens? Or we perseverate on the wrong thought processes. And we you know, project all these possible negative what-if things that could happen in the future. And those are the type of fears, uh, thinking fears, that we create for ourselves, right? And so yeah. when these waves come through and these vibrational frequencies are, chal- like, are challenging us to move up, and that's oftentimes what happens as a result of these waves, is we're being challenged to grow and move and evolve. Um, some of these fears will pop into consciousness. They'll become more, uh, more prevalent in our lives, especially ones that are really blocking us. So, um, you know, fear of not being good enough, fear of, all you know, whatever it may be, will start to become more obvious to ourselves, and so our challenge is to work on them. The other type of fear is triggered fear. And these are types of fears that are knee-jerk reactions, you know, almost reactionary. to The sense that if we accidentally put our hand on a hot burner, ouch! You know, whoa! Mm-hmm. And those triggered fears come from you know past traumas and that kind of stuff. And so, those are the four primary types uh, of fears. I mean, the, the three common. Uh, sorry, I, I I only said two. Three of these are thinking fears. There's usually, you know, um, the the fear of loss, the fear of pain and um, kind of result-oriented fear, right, which often loop back to fear of loss. But those are all different types of thinking fears, right, that we generate for ourselves. And then there's those Mm -hmm. triggered fears. And so when they come up, we, you know, whatever we notice in our lives, whatever becomes prevalent in our lives, our challenge is to grab those fears and use some kind of process to begin to clear them from our
0: lives, Processes and, but also, just the knowing, just like you said, the knowing of what's going on and giving yourself a break, it oh, can also be very valuable.
1: Exactly, like the other day when we were supposed to have the call, I was like, Cindy, you know what? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take a day, right, to just um, process what's going on here. And so, for me, in this case, the only thing I required is simply just to be aware. Of some of the things came up that come up, and just let my whole energetic system evolve and grow with it. Many times, though, things that come up they do actually require uh, some very specific interaction, you know, interventions, right? Especially if we want to move mm-hmm. through it quickly. It requires action. It requires that we take responsibility for ourselves.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. So, just um, on my end, I often I have a favorite place in nature, sitting under a. A weaving willow tree by a pond, in view of a little waterfall, and uh when when things are hectic and I can feel the energy swirling, I often begin by going there, even when it's cold and sometimes when it's raining um, but it helps me uh reground in the body and it calms the energy down. You know, I could go there feeling extraordinarily scattered and sometimes just by being there, within 10, 15, 20 minutes, things start to calm down. And the combination of the running water and the roots of the willow tree, I can put my feet on the roots, uh, is a combination of cleansing and grounding. And so I believe nature is a huge tool um, to help. Uh, when these waves come through.
1: Yeah, spending some time barefoot in the grass is really helpful. Uh, you know, where I live, we just actually got our first snow uh, today, so I, I have a, uh, a set of shoes. that are actually grounding shoes where they have these copper things, and um, they mm-hmm. attach the feet and go out, and that really helps too. Um, even just visualizing, though, you know, the being in that can also help. Right? I, I am a big fan, though, of that physical being present in the nature itself to help that grounding process. The other thing that I find that it helps a lot, too, is simply just getting more rest. You know, for me, if there's something really, really big coming through, and it's a challenge for me to uh, balance out, and um, maybe it's not completely clear what action I have to take, one of the things that I'll notice about myself, anyway, and I've talked to other people, this has been the case, is that the need to nap, <laughs> the need to sleep more, right. and and some of that integration, some of that balancing, simply just happens as we sleep and as we rest, as we take that break.
0: Yes, and then there's um, salt baths. Just you know, these are just absolute how to help and cleanse. These things are coming up to be cleared, and in a minute I think we should talk about some very specific processes and journaling and questions and, and perhaps which of, for those that are uh, your members, which of the programs you recommend, But the Eps- like Epsom salt or just uh, sea salt baths absolutely will also help cleanse and clear and uh, reset. And are highly recommended uh when these waves hit and you find yourself scattered
1: mhm yeah, I agree I, I use those too. I like some dead sea uh salts, and sometimes i 'll throw a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in the bath as well, just for fun, you know, uh, about a cup of uh, food grade,
0: swirl it all around
1: and be in there for about twenty minutes and just help you know relax and bring me to that peaceful place where some of that balancing can occur.
0: Yes. Okay. So, uh, the resting, the hanging out in nature. Now there's also these things are coming up and a number of things happen. I mean, we're all affected one way or another by these waves, depending on where we are and what is required for us to get to the next level. Um, can you make a step by step recommendations to how to use or work with this energy, uh, once we're rested or um you know j- journaling what kind of questions to ask uh which one of your programs or processes you recommend people use
1: sure i mean for myself the the whole journaling every day i mean we i think the first call we had i talked about a little bit of a process right where we're reviewing the day before and we're you know um keeping track of how we're doing and that is a really really great way to get specific about the kind of responsible action we can take for ourselves in using specific processes so uh, momentum factory is absolutely a must for this it is this whole course is about clearing our path and so we can freely move towards success and prosperity i mean if there was not ever if there was nothing in our way ever right, for what we want to do, it'd be so easy, we would just flow with it. You know, the reality is that, that when we want to change, and we desire change, and we want to move towards, uh, you know, more success, more prosperity, there's things that we have to deal with, there's things that are our way, and so going through a process that helps us get real specific in terms of identifying those things is really important. So Momentum Factory, I teach one of the most highly evolved processes to do that, and um people that have already been through their first week are saying, holy crow, what amazing content, what amazing process, what a,
0: you know, and, and
1: um, it's something very unique and very different than um, virtually anything I've ever seen out there. And, It's because I've had a type of experience that's been very different from most people in their lives. I've just turned 45, right, well, in August, right? And I started writing stuff down and and playing with goals when, actually, I was 13, and I became certified as one of the youngest neurolinguistic practitioners, program practitioners in the world at the age of 15. And tracking and writing goals is a big part of that. So while there are people in this world that have actually been doing this kind of stuff and playing with this stuff longer than I have. There's very few people that I know of that have actually had had it a part of their life to the degree that I have. And as a result, I have an experience that, um, like I said, I don't know anybody else in this industry. And I know, you know, I either know of or know most people in it that can say it's been a part of the percentage of the degree of their life as, as it has with mine. And as a result, I bring something really special to the table in terms of insights and things that are meaningful and versus things that are not meaningful. And Momentum Factory is really the representation of that. It is, brings all that experience, all that insight that's very unique to my situation and the insights that I've had that most people just never had the opportunity to have. And so Momentum Factory is absolutely recommended for that. And in Momentum Factory, there's other processes and protocols that I teach. And so there's uh, – in in the Lifetime Master Account and, and a lot of my other products too, I have protocols, uh, EFT protocols, sandwich protocol, eye tracking protocols. All of those are really, really useful for breaking through and eliminating blocks once they're identified. So the the first key is do whatever it takes, right, to identify the blocks. I recommend Momentum Factory to really help get specific and, and identify what those blocks. Once you've got some, you know, starting points, then you book sessions with yourself and use either the sandwich protocol, which is using passive brain fitness videos, with uh, a type of EFT protocol, you know, you sandwich the EFT protocol in between them. And Mm -hmm. the other one is using a combination, especially, uh, this is especially for triggered fears, right? We use a combination of the eye-tracking protocol, the 10-minute turnaround, and the sandwich protocol, right? So uh, thinking fears, thinking blocks, stuff that we generate through the process of our own messy thinking, right? Um, I have one way to handle that. Usually just um, the EFT protocols suffice.
0: When we identify
1: triggered fears from the past, I recommend going through, uh, like I said, a combination of the eye tracking protocol, 10-minute turnaround, and the EFT protocol or the sandwich protocol.
0: Amazing. And they're all so easy, the protocol. You just they, 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 are. You
1: they, are, they right. are, they they are. Um, the ten minute turnaround is one of the more longer ones, right? Um, although you can get through it in about ten minutes, right? Um, 10 minutes. It it requires a little bit more prep work, right? In terms of setting it up, um, but that yeah, that's that's the hardest one right there is the ten minute turnaround. And most people say, wow, that's pretty easy.
0: Yeah, well, I have fun with the ten minute turnaround because I end up dancing at the end of it
1: about it right
0: turn on the music and and I start dancing so
1: it ends on a really really great high note every
0: time yes it does well this is all phenomenal and the net result you know to to put it all kind of in a summary is these energy waves are coming whether you're you know aware and wish to do something about it or not everyone is affected by it whether or not they're you know on an awakening journey or not um, but, the, but the more conscious we are about them, the more aware we are about them, and the more we choose um, to work with them, uh, the easier it is for us to upgrade, uh, you know, our, our energy, our vibrational system, our lives as a result of them. You know, they are an invitation to um, move into another space. Every time.
1: That's right. So uh, being aware and understanding what you're working with and what comes up and how they're challenging, you know, us as individuals is really key to getting through it faster and to evolving at the best possible rate with the least amount of stress and struggle. I know for right now, um, part of these energy waves that are coming through, that have been and that are coming through right now, um, are, are partly a yearly thing. Usually around this time of year, it's a time of self-reflection, oftentimes, and then there's a wave that moves in that sort of pressures us for change. On top of that, though, this year, there's a big wave of uncertainty coming through, and I believe that's largely uh, due in part to the collective consciousness, especially in the United States, but it's also spreading around the world um, because of certain political things that are going on worldwide and also in the United States, right? And so now, in this time, what I'm feeling and what I'm sensing is we have that usual um, self-reflection time, and we have that usual pressure to improve and to evolve and to make better, and there's a healthy dose of, well, not so healthy dose, I guess, of uncertainty. But uncertainty doesn't necessarily need to be bad. Right, it, it's, it's, it just it, it enhances that self-reflection phase about what we want to do, about it, how we want to take action, and how we want to be responsible for ourselves. And so that's what I feel going through, and I think it's important that we recognize that uncertainty has a has a tendency. When my feet um, begin to like glow and rush and it's the last thing to settle down, um, that's a really, really good indication that there's a big uncertainty or un, you know, that people are, in general, unbalanced in terms of the collective consciousness. Right? And so that just signifies we've got to do more work in terms of becoming grounded and um, dealing with our reaction to uncertainty and then go and take responsibility in terms of creating certainty and security and safety in our lives. So that's my insight for what's going on right now.
0: And the only thing I really want to add to that, relative to uncertainty, because I, you know, I spend a lot of time with this concept of God and faith and trust, is that I use that energy when it comes up to reaffirm and reconnect, and and move into some of my tools, you know, with source programming and other things, and. The fast track tools to really get back into that space of recognizing that we really are always protected. We are always safe and that when this uncertainty and this fear comes up, we can, uh, we can use it to release that and move, uh, even more firmly into a space of faith and trust and present moment knowing that, you know, all is well in our world.
1: Absolutely. And I love that. And you're so right about that. And I love the social programming tools for that as well. I mean, they're just ways to really help bring in that energy and balance it out. And in times of uncertainty, finding those peaceful places and reaffirming that all is well, all will be well, all is well in my world will help bring about more of that balance and more of that grounding.
0: Yes. Any final thoughts, Jeff? These calls are just
1: I love them. Yeah, they, they're really, really beneficial. I mean, I think also to, uh, not only for people listening, but also for me. I mean, discussing all of this, you know, brings it right up to the front and center. And then I come away from the call looking at more of what we just talked about, right? You know, mm. and because um, I'm always on a path. You're always on a path. This is um the one thing i know about you and i is that we're not standing on a hill talking down to people this is we're we're <laughs> we're
0: you know living
1: what I mean? life yeah. we're in it and we're sharing how we go through and 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 rise above the stress and struggle and um the you know any final thoughts really to me for everybody right now is to um really re- really embrace some of the self reflection um tendencies or urges that people may be feeling as a result of the energy going on and do it in such a way that you look for peace and harmony and move when you're when um, part of the action that we can take is really to do whatever we know how to do to achieve more peace in our lives because peace and self-reflection really go well together Right? Those, that's the magic combination for a really beautiful transition into higher evolution. You know, self-reflection in chaos, not such a good match. <laughs> self-reflection in uncertainty, not such a great match, unless we use uncertainty to reveal blocks and take action accordingly. If we can really take some action, though, to bring in that peace, and, and let it flow with self-reflection, that's that's the key for a really peaceful transition to higher evolution.
0: Ah. Wonderful. Well, I think we've come to that time. Yes. And I just uh, want to take a moment to breathe in the love and... Uh, open up to share it with everyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, it's just till next time. You know how to find us. And uh, we are here with you and for you.
1: Yes, thank you, Cindy, and thank you, everybody.
0: Right. Bye for now.